On Sunday, my parents take me and my brother on a trip. It seems like a normal visit to Uncle Carlos's house until we pass his neighborhood. A little over five minutes later, a brick sign surrounded by colorful shrubs welcomes us to Brook Falls. Good afternoon and welcome to our next edition of the Hate You Give podcast. With me today is... It's Miss Sperano. Yay! <laughs> we are talking through chapters 18 and 19 today. So today we picked a quote from chapter 19 on page 329. Uh, and it says, People around here don't have much, but they help each other out as best they can. It's this strange, dysfunctional family, but it's still a family. More than I realized until recently. So we're going to do Lectio Divina again this week. And I love that one. It is my favorite of the spiritual practices from the podcast I've been listening to. Um, so it comes with four steps. Literally, what's going on, um, figurative or allegorically, how is this like something in life? Um, personally, how is it like my own life and a call to action? So literally, in this sentence, what do we see? What is going on in this moment? So they're getting ready to move, and they're getting ready to move into a neighborhood that's much more affluent with a lot more resources than the one that they're used to living in, and and she's stopping and being reflective. Star is about um, about the neighbors and what they do for each other, how Mrs. Rooks bakes the cakes and how Mr. Washington fixes people's cars and his son is helping him also, and how little John... Um, you know, kicked drugs and, and, you know, has, has been helping out in the community. Uh, Fody ounce is helping (laughs) Mrs. Pearl. And so that's the literal context for, for her statement. She's being reflective about this neighborhood she's leaving. And it really hit me because she's talked before about how this neighborhood, uh, she can call it the ghetto. Nobody else can. And she talks about all the things that they don't have. And, you know, I live in a place where I'm used to going to Publix around the corner for the things that I need and that they have so much more than food. And no matter what time I can go to FedEx and get something, I can go to Best Buy and fix my phone. Whatever I need to do, I go to a store for it. And the stores aren't in her neighborhood, but all of the people there still help and do all of those things. Um, So personally, it connected to me with the fact that that's not like a neighborhood I've ever actually grown up in, and it is much more like a family. Right. Um, what about you? I know you have experience in other places other than just here as well. Do you have, have you seen a neighborhood work like a family like this in other places? I think I've seen lots of neighborhoods work like a family, and I, and I think it extends to school communities um, being families as well. Um, when people are are all struggling and they're in the same place and they all have that common goal, be it um, to move ahead and and achieve something specific or just survival, they tend to band together and lean on each other for support. So um, in New York, in the Bronx, absolutely, you know, there were lots of communities where, you know, the little bodegas, you know, they were very expensive, the same little package of laundry detergent that you could buy at Walmart for a couple of dollars was five six dollars because the people there um you know they we had they had the subway but you know there weren't Walmarts and there weren't large large package stores for them to benefit from that cost savings so definitely I think that 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 premise you know goes cross-country and probably around the world 
And um, <clears throat> it makes me think of here last year after the hurricane and Brandon opening as a shelter and all of the pictures that came out of that. And, you know, the nights that you guys spent with playing movies in the commons to make it a community feeling and have something to do and the way that everyone banded together to survive the storm. And that's a perfect example because actually those movies were played by Driven Church, Pastor June Tavares, who um, rents our auditorium. And he came in as part of our community to support us as we housed all of the the evacuees from the hurricane. So he provided that and then other people dropped off donations and provided games and coloring books and things for the kids. And, um, you know, the county sent volunteers who came in and did different things to make people feel more comfortable and safe and secure while they were here. So I think that that's a great example. And what a great personal one that you were part of and living with. <laughs> 90 hours, 90 hours at Brandon High School. Straight. Oh my goodness. Yep. 90 hours is a lot to spend here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, it makes me want more of that, though. I know that I can always call my mom or my mother-in-law, but it also makes me think about the people who I do live next door to. And I know my neighbors right across the street, but the neighbors just next door to me on my left, I tried to say hi to them when I moved in and they didn't really respond. And I don't know them still, and I've been there four years. And quotes like this make me realize how sad that is. That I like, I, I know some people, but I don't know everyone even living right next door to me. And I wonder if that's because, you know, you don't really need them and they don't really need you. And so you can live in isolation of each other because you're not, you know, interdependent. Whereas STARS community, they do need each other. They wouldn't survive on their own. So it's a kind of wealth. It's a different kind of wealth, right? It's mm-hmm. It's not you know, um, money wealth. It's not tangible wealth, the kind that you put in the bank, but it's, it's a wealth that I would also say my neighborhood doesn't, doesn't have either. It's like an emotional wealth. Yeah. It's one that I would like to get more of. For sure. I think that's my call to action is that I'm going to look for more connections that I can make personally, more ways that we can all help each other. Um, you say hi to more people, learn more people's names, try to, try to remind students. I know I have a, a student from robotics who comes in and helps with the 3D printer because he's good at unclogging it if it gets clogged. And um, I don't know how to unclog it, but he does. And so I, I'd like to make more of those kind of connections even here at school of all of us having a job or a service that we can do that helps others and, and learning what that is and, and how to celebrate those skills of those people. Yeah, that's awesome. I think for me, it's Going back to the school community piece is, um, you know, firming up and and making our school community more substantial and reminding our community that we're here and reminding our students and families that there are businesses and agencies in our community that love and support Brandon High School and there are lots of um, alumni who love and support mm-hmm. Brandon High School and you know, would be here in a heartbeat, you know, should we need anything for them or from them. And so um, I think I want to continue to work on building those community relationships so that we can be a resource Mm -hmm. for our students and parents and and neighbors in the community. And they will also feel um, like um, being a resource for us. So that we can be a real community. For sure. 
That's always a wonderful goal. I hope to do more of that as well. Thank you for taking a moment to talk with me about this chapter today, and well, I look forward to more. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. This is such a juicy book. I hope all of our eagles really enjoyed it. Yes, me too. Thank you. Bye.